Gavin Gray, UK correspondent with us. Evening, Gavin. Hi there, Heather. Okay, now how is it that the British police are leaving themselves open to spying from Beijing? Well, a, uh, uh, the, the man who's sort of publicly appointed commissioner, who's the independent watchdog on surveillance, has done a study of the police forces across England and Wales and asked them where they get their camera equipment, body-worn cameras, drone camera systems, CCTV systems, where they have been sourced. And I'm afraid, if he is to be believed, there are some worrying trends. So they surveyed 43 police forces in England and Wales, 24 of which said they use CCTV cameras within their building made by one of five companies. And the commissioner, Fraser Sampson, says that uh, they are either Chinese or built using multiple Chinese parts. And he believes that, quite simply, they could be used for spying and also, of course, points to ethical concerns that they could be made using forced labor, something China strenuously denies. Um, But this all comes at a time of heightened tensions between the West and China. Uh, Yesterday, the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak warned British jets are on standby to shoot down Chinese surveillance balloons. Um, And then there is further concern, of course, about uh, CCTV cameras around the world being used potentially by the Chinese to spy on what's going on in different countries. So, yeah, this is a difficult conversation, an interesting one. But as some of the uh, people are pointing out, you know, if you try and avoid using any Chinese parts to get electrical equipment, that could sometimes leave you with very, very few options, if any. Mm, That's a good point. Hey, how is it that you guys are getting more people to go back to work or just start working at the moment? Well, it's something that I think the government will be very pleased about. So uh, there was... Uh, a steady rise in the number of people in work, and then COVID happened. And then all of a sudden, lots of people took early retirement. Lots of people, it seems, uh, became too sick to work. Uh, And now we're left in a situation that quite simply there aren't enough people in the UK to fill the jobs. That said, we still do have well over one million people unemployed, which seems to be a bit of a mismatch there. But uh, it looks like uh, there are people now coming out of that early retirement, those aged between 50 and 64. Uh, I look to be coming back in and that could potentially be because of the cost of living crisis, which, of course, continues to really uh, uh, get at household finances and put them under immense pressure. But also the 16 to 24 year old age group, many of them are appearing to get jobs as well. Of course, the majority of those, if they're in studies, will only be part time. But this, I think, will be good news for the economy and will please the government. What won't please the uh, workers or the unions is that a new figure has been put on the uh, annual pace of uh, pay. Now, excluding bonuses, that has increased at 6.7% between October and December. Sounds good, doesn't it? However, adjusted for inflation, regular pay has fallen by 2.5%, and we now have more strike days taken in the last six months, some 2.4 million strike days, That is the highest total for a calendar year since 1989. All right. How do we deal with the problem of the diamond? Very good point. So the Koh-i-Noor diamond, or Koh-i-Noor diamond as it's called, 
is something that was going to be used during the coronation, but it looks like it now won't be. Instead, for what looks like the first time in many centuries, an existing crown will be recycled for the coronation. Uh, this is for Camilla, the Queen Consort, who will be uh, alongside Prince uh, King Charles Rather, of course, at the ceremony uh, at the start of May. Now, ownership of the Koh-i-Noor diamond is, well, very, very controversial. It's one of the largest cut diamonds in the world. And uh, India says, frankly, uh, it's ours, and there would have been a diplomatic row it's fed if it had been used. Indeed, India isn't the only country to claim it as the rightful owner. It was used in the coronation of the Queen Mother. And basically, its history is it's the most famous, I suggest, flawless diamond in the world. Um, but uh, through plunder and conquest, it was taken from India by an Iranian ruler, changed hands several times, and then, according to the British historians, it was gifted to Britain. Others are claiming it was taken at the point of a bayonet back in uh, uh, the uh, bygone era of 1849. So, yeah, considered to be too controversial for the coronation. Plenty of other things, no doubt, having to be very carefully looked at as well as the final preparations are made for Saturday, the 6th of May. Gavin, fascinating stuff. Thank you. Gavin Gray, UK correspondent.